Come on, Morgan. Let's finish it, Genghis insisted. I'll even give you your sword. A little hand-to-hand. -hand. Come on, don't you want a little challenge? Joe panted hard. He was hiding behind the debris of the building. He dared not speak. Finally, he summoned his courage and stepped from behind the ghost of the building. I'm here. Let us fight. Genghis tossed Joe his sword and aimed his own at the boy. He would not lose this game. Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 30, The Battle for the World. So I, I had an epiphany before we get started. I had an epiphany. I pitched it to you guys, and you, it, Zach didn't like it. Zach didn't buy it. So I think I, I think Rupture is smarter than we thought it was. No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Zach's shaking his head viciously. <laughs> no. Hear me out. So the reason we were like, why is everybody trying to kill Bill throughout this? And then, you know, the shadow beasts just leave New York at a certain point. And I think I was reflecting on it and I went, oh, it's because Bill is a Zeus, which if you recall, if you can recall, um, the Zeuses are like a family of powerful telepaths uh, and whoever kills a Zeus acquires the powers of a Zeus. So they're trying to kill Bill. And then that's why they went to the Sarah. They're trying to kill uh, Sam Troll, who was revealed to be another brother of the Zeus clan, which is why they are flocking after these characters. Uh, and that explains everything. And then I poked holes through that theory like it was Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the hags have been there for many years and have had ample opportunity to kill Bill, and they have not... So that kind of well, throws that out for a bit. I also, just, Cockrell several times during that first scuffle was on both sides. <laughs> he had the opportunity to kill Bill most likely right there, but didn't take it. Um, also, the transferring of powers as through Will, we, we know that's just a dead thread no, as it goes. No, the Scarecrow got the power of the Zeus. <laughs> but, but now, in theory, Cockrell should have it. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> it's like Joe who just realized he had telepath powers this whole time. Like Crocker in the last episode was just like, 
Oh, I had this the whole time. Oh, man. If that happens, why am I going to the Sahara? It won't. I think it comes kind of from more of a baseline thing where you, as a young author, know, oh, this is a mainish character. Bad things must happen to him, and that's why he I, gets attacked by things. I'm telling you, the Zeus thing was set up from the beginning. It works better in like a kill your gods kind of thing, you know, like. Screw the creator. He, he's the reason why my life is terrible, you know? And then also screw this one particular guy in the Sahara. <laughs> I hate that man. Well, that, that one was specifically for the, for the powers. Yeah, that was Cockrell trying to get the powers that he already had. But Bill, Bill's a different different beast than uh, Sam was. Sam didn't yeah. even, So do you think Sam actually had telepath powers that whole time? I think they're dormant, just okay. like Bill's was dormant. Until they weren't. I think, yeah, the only Zeus's that actually have, like, tapped into the powers, like, are Genghis and Gage. Gage and possibly Tom <laughs> whoever he is he's lost somewhere Genghis hasn't actually used any of his telepath powers has he he no he just he just Ron, like blew up a ship and no but a Ron, building Roan tried to like mentally duel with him one time oh and then he retaliated and he was like I can crack your brain that's fair in a way because like mm. Roan cracked click McDowell's brain um yeah, a lot and of brain cracking. A lot of brain cracking, and that's like a like one of the sort of like conceits of it's just like, kind of the themes of rupture. Really, is yeah. brain <laughs> cracking. <laughs> it's like the it's like the your brain on drugs poster from back in the day. Where it's Friday. <laughs> this, this is your brain, your brain on rupture. On rupture. <laughs> oh, I um, one of my students sent me this morning is a or my former students. Um, Elizabeth sent Good me a um, no, she, she is a former student. She sent me a um. Uh, a, a packet of memes about <laughs> rupture. What a meme packet? And my favorite it's is a big old uh, zip file. My favorite. No, yeah, it's just like a, a four-page PDF of uh, of uh, memes about rupture. I'll probably post them on the Instagram because I think they're really good. <laughs> going to describe them. I know. I only only one of them. One of them is like the Sarah. <laughs> the best way to or, describe uh, memes. Good podcast. Well, I, Oh, right. get shut down. No, I'm, all right, I won't do it. Well, no, now you I, have oh, to. Oh, yeah, you no, can't you tease it. Not do it. <laughs> it wasn't, at least it wasn't send it just to me so I can look at them. until you bullied me out of it. <laughs> if that they was the case, we, we would have stopped this podcast a long time ago if bullying would have stopped you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the one one meme. Yeah, just read the... It was, read the meme, dude. It was like, all right, I'll, I'll read the... <laughs> Okay, this is, better be funny though. <laughs> after all this, this isn't Look, funny. I didn't write the memes, so if you didn't think they're funny, that's not that. Blame Elizabeth. Wow, brutal. All right, Liz, it, it was it was like the you know the one with Gru from Despicable Me. Right. Yeah, it was with like the, 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 the four panels. Yeah, the four panels, and the the third one is the same as the fourth, but then he seems like befuddled and like ah. Mm -hmm. oh. First one is write terrible book. <laughs> Second one is plan to be famous child author. And then the third one is become traumatized podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's him, you know, looking back. Yeah, <laughs> traumatized podcast. See? See? Well, that was good. Good, good me. Yep. Nice job. Thank you. <laughs> Seal of approval. I have a few questions that people sent in um, that I will read on, on the, I think, the last, the epilogue one. Oh, people have questions. Huh? Well, are there yeah, questions that are going to be no answered? there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the time to answer questions was last chapter. <laughs> All mine so, were answered. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no questions. No, but I'm telling you, that explains why everyone was trying to kill Bill. See, questions were answered, and that's that's all my point. You're a was. genius. All right. Well, welcome, folks. Welcome to the uh, the finale of uh, Stay Buried. This is. 
Well, we're dropping all three of these episodes at once, but this is like the climax. This is uh, this isn't a spoiler, but this is Jovi Genghis. This is uh, so that is what happens. The climax is Jovi Genghis. This, the climax is wow. Jovi Genghis. Um, it has not necessarily been building too much to that recently. <laughs> <laughs> Genghis has been absent for the last third of the book, mostly. <laughs> we have uh, everybody who's been a host for the show here together for uh, the last three chapters, yeah, um, which will be dropping all at once. Uh, this has been a really, really wonderful experience. Well, I'm sure we'll get into a little nostalgic in the, in the last chapter, but because uh, this one's going to be a hefty one, as is. There is a lot to talk about in this chapter, so uh, I don't want to spend uh, too much time getting all sentimental um, here at the beginning. But my name is Newton Holtz. When I was 11, I wrote a terrible, terrible book, and uh, it has been a source of joy to read back through for the past... Uh, it's been over a year for us. We've been the podcast has been releasing on a weekly basis for about seven months, um, mm. which is crazy. Um, and it's just been a source of joy. So uh, I hope you have enjoyed the uh, horrible, horrible book as much as uh, I have, um, and uh, we have. Speaking of we, you, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm joined. <laughs> so still haven't quite got that uh, transition down. Huh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I, you go Maybe ahead. Maybe stay buried too. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, this is Nick. It's Kevin. Eli. Uh, and I'm Zach. And I just got to remember remember that no matter what happens, this was written by a sixth grader. So I have high expectations, <laughs> but just keep in mind, sixth grader wrote this. It's really good, guys. Yeah. So you've been sixth teasing grader. since the very beginning that the ending is great. It does end. Is there any nerves at all as no, far as I am you think we're so going to love confident. it? It's a good chapter. <laughs> it is a good chapter. It's dumb, but it's a good chapter. Anyway, hold on. One more, one more. It's Mackenzie. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Mackenzie and Eli on the podcast at the same wow. time for the first time. Wow. Mutually exclusive. We're not, we're not the same person. <laughs> Dynamic energy. You, I know you probably haven't noticed when we switch places, but <laughs> um, yeah. So, so do we want to talk about kind of what's been building up to this point, or do we want to uh, dive in? What was the last chapter? It's been a week and a half. Joe, <laughs> Joe, uh, they got the ninth piece of Sealther from the last Draco. Right. Um, he fought a lot of animals. He met the Dragon yep. King. Uh, he he discovered he had telekinesis. That's right, and then the Dragon King bamfed. <laughs> <laughs> I must go. I've said too much. <laughs> and um, then the actual last chapter was the actual last chapter yeah. was one where a lot of questions were answered. But what did we what did we actually learn there? Genghis is related to Will and right. Bill. Yes, and he's some other people. It's part of the Zeus clan. That's right. That's mm. right. Yeah. Um, I learned everything that I needed to know. I feel like <laughs> it just, you just the books don't need to spell everything out for you. Once Why again, does the frog wear a cape? Does, Why does the frog have what a cape? What about the ding dong ditch? <laughs> <laughs> That's just subtle world. Do you think Tol okay, Tolkien actually did explain <laughs> literally everything? I look forward to the rupture, Marillion. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, sixth grader. Just keep that in your mind. I'm telling you guys, it's a good chapter, but. For the past, uh, you know, forever, Joe has been in Gale uh, on this quest to finally get home. There, uh, I'm trying to think of important details that are relevant um, for these chapters. 
There are two Seelthers, one that Joe is collecting the pieces of in Gale, and one that Gage Zeus has acquired. Brother, he found it. <laughs> just looking around. I like to think he like desecrated Benjamin Franklin's grave or something like that and just found yeah. it in there, you know? Yeah. Um and uh, Joe and Sarah are uh, are wanting to go home. The last thing standing in their way is the Dark King Genghis, who has done functionally nothing for the back half of the book. Is the tournament the last chapter he yeah. was in? <laughs> Honestly, the downfall wow. of this book, the lack of Genghis chapters in the last the half. The best character, yeah. <laughs> I wow. am... S- okay, just prediction before this chapter starts. <laughs> does, does Genghis join the team? What, he becomes an ally? Yeah. I don't think Genghis dies, is what I think I said last chapter. I think he is vanquished. I don't Sarah, think Sarah kills killed. him and gets his mind powers. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I think I like my prediction is that it's going to start in uh, Gale and like move over to New York. Okay. Mm. I, I, think, I do think Genghis joins the, the crew. He becomes their oh. replacement watcher. He's such a chaotic, evil character, though. You think he's he so was he's Joe? Establish Joe and Sarah are horrible people. <laughs> I honestly kind of forgot that they're trying to go home because they never talk about home. They never talk about anything they miss. <laughs> they never uh, really talk about anything, no. except for what's literally happening in that moment. Yeah. Exactly. That's their so dialogue true. is just like childish pranks. Excuse and, me. And, <laughs> Excuse me. There is that one, one quiet blurb. conversation they had in the, in the pyramid, pyramid where they talked pyramid. about Will, Will. What? You have to let go of Will now or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Give it up. Give it up. <laughs> um, I, I think my prediction is we finally get some romance. I think they finally come together here at That's the end. That's book two stuff. Um, <laughs> no, you think? It's a whole I, think I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that would happen to at least the next couple like chapters. Like the very end, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's epilogue stuff. I want to kiss. You think epilogue Kissing is like epilogue? like 10 years later? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping for just like a Hunger Games ending uh. where it's like Katniss and Peter are married and have a seven-year-old now. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> the little kid punches Joe in the throat or something. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> Kills his own father. Will looks down from the heavens and goes, that's Joe's, that's my Joe's son. That's <laughs> Do we think Will comes back? Or is this goose truly? I think cooked? so. I think so. Okay. <laughs> second book stuff. Yeah. Second book. You know what? I, the second book though. Oh. <laughs> I think there's a teaser that Will is back, but it never actually directly oh, like, says yeah. it. That's like what chapter I'm ending sort of thing. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Mm. Is there any scraps of a second book? Like, is there anything at all? I went digging. I could not find any. I I oh I don't think I wrote much of it. I think I wrote a couple chapters, and I went, "What is this book going to be about?" And then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I guess saved us all a whole lot of effort if you've done that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 30, The Battle for the Worlds. There it is, Joe breathed. Genghis's castle. It is time to go home. If you, we beat him. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> they just, they're just at Genghis's castle now. Yeah. This... There was nothing leading up it's to Mario. this. this is, yeah, this it's is Mario. Mario. This is we are at I'm Bowser's okay with castle. It, though. I don't need a whole travel <laughs> yeah. chapter. You know really, like let's we'll just get right to it. We don't know? need the elf songs. We don't need the fireside chats. You know, just go straight to the bosses. <laughs> there it is. Joe breathed. Genghis's castle. 
It is time to go home, if you we beat him. In the distance, a castle painted black with spiked turrets. Fire raged from the eyes of a giant skull guarding the gates. Creatures resembling men marched around the walls. They bore great weapons such as scimitars and rapiers. If we work together, we can beat him, Sarah said, hitting him on the shoulder. Joe closed his eyes. He would regret this in the long run. I'm sorry, Sarah, but this is going to be too dangerous for you. What? Joe, we're a team, Sarah said. We faced the Nine Guardians together, and I never got hurt. You died once, as did you, and I can't lose you again. I lost too much. Joe stared into her eyes. Neither can I lose you. Tears poured down Sarah's cheeks. Joe, don't... Sarah, stay here. But what if you don't come back? Sarah screamed. Then... You can live a normal life here. Silence. Joe, I never really fit in at school, but here, I'm not even their point of human. I'm different in too many ways. They stared at each other for many long moments. Sarah finally noticed Joe's mind was made up. Then take this and don't forget it. She leaned up and kissed him on the mouth. She leaned up and kissed him on the mouth. Uh, <laughs> and don't you forget kissed, it. Kissed him on the mouth. Oh, boy. Scandalous. Wow. I called it. You called it. Yeah, Nick called it. Fast-tracking the romance a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah, I did think it'd come a little later. So it's, this is just... Genghis's castle is just confirmed to be straight up Bowser's castle, plus, like, the black gate from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love you can live a normal life here. I'm not even the point of human. It's a nonsense sentence, but I, I understand what it means anyways. I mean, all that dialogue it, like, was just nonsense, but you get the gist it of it. It cuts really. to the core of human existence. <laughs> I mean, it is was... he basically just like, you're a girl, you can't handle this? I mean, why does he leave her behind? He doesn't want to lose her. He doesn't want to lose her. <laughs> there was, there, this tone was absent everywhere else in this book. This has <laughs> never come up like this before. <laughs> well, he, he, he just lost her. Yeah, no, he, she back. just died. And he had, to, he had to make a deal with the ghost king. He literally <laughs> died, he died like the day before. Oh, like, man. He, I don't know, man. He had to make a zero stakes decision to bring Sarah back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> zero stakes, two innocent lives yeah, Imagine if lives. we had two sand goblins for this fight instead of Sarah. You know oh, what? Sand if you think about it, Joe probably would have been fine with sacrificing the two sand golems for this they, they probably would have been more help than sarah yeah i yeah good well i just think it's interesting you said though he's gonna regret this right i think this is gonna come back to bite him do you think he actually meant that though he was probably just filling the page <laughs> <laughs> he, what if he reg it's he regrets the kiss Ooh. He's no, like, no, no, <laughs> don't ruin this romance. I've been waiting the whole book for it. <laughs> Joe discovers he's gay and he's just like, oh, I regret that kiss. <laughs> oh, man, it's so weird. Well, we always thought there was is, tension with Will. Sorry. It, I just is the narrator saying he would regret this in the long run. So presumably shit goes down. That's just like, yeah, direct foreshadowing. We're <laughs> just like, just, Newt wrote that for dramatic effect. <laughs> and it has no meaning. You know what? Yeah. That would be actually kind of funny. <laughs> it's like a portrayal of expectations. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Yeah. He just womps Genghis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love 
off. You can live a normal life here. She's gonna marry some guy and the marry Farmer Blue or something. <laughs> This world in which we've seen no normal life exists. Yeah, there's no peaceful existence. Like, she's going to just go back to the fire kingdom and be like, hey guys. Sorry. <laughs> or El Dorado. <laughs> just ding dong ditch for eternity. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty hype about the kiss guys. It, it's been building so well all throughout the book and it, it is very well, much. This I, is where you go. This is a finale chapter. I wonder how Joe's going to react, though. Is it going to be like <laughs> you didn't read that ahead? Was great. <laughs> I definitely read ahead. <laughs> I didn't see the next line. I mean, she just kissed him, and we. <laughs> okay, yeah, I read ahead, but I was building up for the audience. All right. <laughs> On Zach's point, Joe fell backwards, startled by that act of affection. A second later, he stood up and smiled. Or, thanks. <laughs> She smiled and backed up. You're welcome. Now go get him. Bring me back a souvenir. Is that Joe, a euphemism for something? <laughs> Joe nodded, spinning on his heel. A second later, he was gone. That was a classic oh, Joe yeah. reaction. <laughs> we knew that's how it would be. 100% every bit of character development for Sarah went down the toilet with this interaction. She has once again become the weak female character. It's a circular a story, right? We started with the weak female character turning on her heel. Oh. We returned to the weak female character, but now Joe is turning on its heels. <laughs> that's growth right there. Absolutely awful. I guess he liked it. But <laughs> <laughs> did you like it, Nick? He, he fell backwards. Uh, look, it's, it's what I expected, honestly. We are indeed recording. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, Can you imagine like being kissed and you just fall backwards? <laughs> or just an earthlings? Earthlings. Joe, dressed in black. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> This is a Return of the Jedi moment. Oh. I mean, he's wearing. Was it a gray or black hoodie? Gray, gray hoodie. Okay, then at some point he changed. Well, I think it explains in this paragraph. Joe dressed in black. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's a finale, guys. It's got to feel like a finale. It's down to the Luke coming to Jabba's palace sort of outfit. Sure. And they, they explained that the same way, right? <laughs> Joe, dressed in black, walked up to the main gate skull and nodded to the guards, whom wielded long halberds. He had bought his outfit from a man in the street. <laughs> you got anything suitable for a final confrontation? <laughs> yeah, we got this black coat cloak on sale, 50% off. <laughs> they don't have money, right? No, <laughs> He, uh, he's got the golden egg, I guess, as a bargaining <laughs> chip. Yeah. If that, if that never comes egg. up again, that's what happened to a canonic. He's just peddling clothes outside the main gate. Like this. Right outside of Genghis' castle. It's actually the clothes of people that Genghis has murdered on the job. You don't want to look like that when you fight Genghis. <laughs> Genghis actually requires his employees to like, buy their own uniform. Right. That's where they all get it from. <laughs> the Genghis uniform supply store. <laughs> Joe, dressed in black, walked up to the main gate skull and nodded to the guards who were wielding halberds. He had bought his outfit from a man in the street. Whom you be and what art thou reason to come to great castle of Genghis? You'd be best doth runner far from thy current location, 
spoke one with a heavy accent. The guards' faces were covered up with black helmets. On the forehead, the emblem of Genghis was branded in gold. The symbol? A great dragon snaking around the edge of a sword. Joe lugged behind a giant wooden cart filled with rocks. It was covered with a blanket, so the lumpy frame looks different than what it was. I bring gifts to the king. He had to admit, the stuttering was a nice touch. Wait, wait, wait. So... He's, is, is he is he Trojan horsing himself yes, in? I think okay. he's Trojan horsing himself in, but I don't know what's in the cart. Right? It said, yeah. it's, it, it said it's covered. It's rocks, but he covered it so. It, but he's just telling them it's rocks. <laughs> so he's just trying to get in. It's somebody supplying the castle with There's, rocks. With well, as long as they don't check, they'll just assume it's something that oh, needs to be in there. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah. he's Trojan horsing it, but he's the person bringing the horse in, and there's nothing in the horse. Joe, <laughs> Joe, who has never had a plan in his entire life, is all of a sudden deciding to make one up for the final confrontation. It just kind of feels like you had just seen Return of the Jedi, and then we're also reading Romeo and Juliet in class or something. <laughs> and these two things are sort of meshed. none of the old English here is accurate at all. No. <laughs> You just look best dot best be dot. It, it, re- it reads like a it reads like a comedy show when they're trying to do it that way, you know. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guards leaned down and examined the exterior of the cart. A second later, he ripped the top off of it. <laughs> this is really good, guys. He threw the other guard a questioning look. Joe's heart pounded in his chest. He brought Genghis rocks. Joe shrugged. Many people like rocks these days. The other guard moved forward, pointing his halberd at Joe's throat. Don't move, peasant. Joe shook his head. Oh, don't worry about to me. The first guard dumped the cart over. The rocks fell out. His plan was working perfectly. Also falling out, the bronze egg tumbled onto the rock pile below. Hey, Jonah, take a look at this, said the first guard. The other guard looked over Joe's shoulder. He cried out in glee and ran over to the egg. <laughs> Why is he crying out with Whoa, it's an egg! <laughs> Guys, the same, thing, same thing happened with Joe in the last chapter. You just you can't help but snatch the egg. It's, <laughs> it's just the ring of power, really. It just calls you and finds who it wants. <laughs> This this is the finale chapter, guys. <laughs> Ooh, Starts egg. with egg diffuse. Um, egg threat. Egg threat. <laughs> it's the egg threat. He cried out in glee and ran over to the egg. Joe drew a sword from under his cloak. Hey, boys! They turned and Joe beheaded them. Slice and dice. It felt weird killing another fellow creature. He's done that like eight times. It was different than killing a guardian. They were much different. It seemed under all their skin, they had hearts. He killed a hag in like the second chapter. He's changed. I think think these are just very humanoid and Mm. like just like dudes. They're like dudes with like horns or something. Like they're regular old dudes and he chopped their heads off. Yeah, this plan seems kind of convoluted if all you want to do is just behead them, but it yeah, doesn't work. Step one, acquire cart. Step two, fill cart with rocks. Step three, I guess, dump the cart out. No, yeah, Step four, put the egg in there. Yeah. Yeah. Step five, rocks. Cover with a tarp. Go to them. Get them to dump out the cart. 
Don't tell them it's rocks is in it. Then try to cover up the fact that there's rocks in it. Oh, there's also egg in it. While they're distracted with egg, chop off their heads. Easy sure one, two, three. Surefire plan. Didn't use the egg to buy the cart or the clothes. Feels like feels like a plot so- hole right there, Newton Holt. How do you explain that? <laughs> It's like one of those books, like Castle Infiltration for Dummies, and that's just like <laughs> option one A. Guards love egg. golden eggs, <laughs> bronze oh, eggs. I know, yeah. Now it's, it's bronze. It's not even a golden egg anymore. So we are still unsure of how he acquired the funds to get a cart, rocks, and the cloak. Maybe that's what we skipped. He chopped off the the, the guy's head. Probably is like cloak <laughs> hey, salesman cloaks for five gold. <laughs> He just How does, about zero gold, sucker? <laughs> He's got the minor telekinesis now. He maybe just does some party tricks or something. They're like, true. oh, that's cloak worthy. <laughs> so many different ways to enter a castle. So many different ways. Hey, boys. They turned and Joe beheaded them. It felt weird killing another fellow creature. It was different than killing a guardian. They were much different. It seemed under all their skin, they had hearts. Joe swooped down and snatched the egg. He stuffed it in his backpack and ran up the steps to the castle. But as he was about to set foot on its grounds, the skull gates slammed shut. He knew he would never be able to open it. Suddenly, a creature jumped from a tower, landing on its feet in front of the gate. It was only about two feet tall with clear skin and large yellow eyes. Its ears were as big as its tiny body and its two front teeth protruded from a lipless mouth. It wore purple ring mail and bore a long scimitar, which was the size for it. In a way, it resembled a rabbit. A clear-skinned, floppy-eared, armored rabbit. I am Mac! shouted the little creature in a high, squeaky voice. Joe touched two fingers to its temple. Suddenly, the little creature floated in the air. A second later, it was flying through empty space and into the skull gate. The gate exploded in sparks as metal scraped harshly against metal. Mrak spun to his demise. Mrak spun to his demise. More time explaining than yeah, actually the killing him. <laughs> the paragraph where you kill him is shorter than the so, description. Did Joe just like force push him so hard he exploded when he hit the gate? <laughs> it's like not even a, he moved him like into the gate. He exploded when he hit the gate. That's, that's, I don't even know what the inspiration for this monster was. TBH, <laughs> but... You killed it off so quick. So quick. I am Rack. <laughs> Give it a name. I know. <laughs> so unique. Wow. Even Near <laughs> 4 lasted moved. longer than Rack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like a quintessential rupture. Yes. Like yeah. half a page is introduced this insane concept <laughs> and then immediately kill it. Give it a name, but then kill it and move on. I'm always just like tickled too. That's, you know, you'll have a, on the same page a creature named Maroc, but then a guard named Jonah. <laughs> like just the consistency of your names. <laughs> Rip to Maroc. Rip Maroc. Joe ran forward, suddenly losing his footing. He tipped a bit forward and then backwards. Right in front of him was a giant pit, one that seemed not to end. The only thing visible at the bottom was rows and rows of spikes. <laughs> Where is he? So wait, as soon as you walk in the gate, there's a pit full of spikes? Yeah. It's a pit full of spikes that you can't see the bottom of, but you can see the spikes. It just doesn't seem very practical. I don't know. The spikes are very long. <laughs> there you go. He, man- or he managed to use his weight to rock backwards and away from the pit. 
Apparently, this Genghis guy made sure people got dead quickly. <laughs> Joe fell back, back into the place where the gate used to be. He slammed his head against a lone piece of metal. A second later, he staggered up, clutching clumps of hair. His head throbbed. You know, when you get so hard, your hair just comes out in clumps. <laughs> I, I am having a... I thought the gate exploded. I think I think the gate exploded because the gate closed, and then I think it it you hit the gate really hard, and then it drawbridge down or something. No, no, this. So Jonah or Joe was like, "I'll never be able to open this gate," and then telekinesis a rabbit into it, and that was enough force to open the gate. Honestly, this like infiltration is great so far. He could have just like gone into the castle, but no, he has to go through like a thousand different steps. Yeah, so there's a, there's a, just a, a chasm on the other end of the gate, and uh, he's trying to like get a way across. Get I need on. a way across, <laughs> he thought, bounding away and towards the entrance. He grabbed one of the gates and slammed it against the pit. It was only just long enough to reach side to side. He prayed he would not die, and put his best foot forward onto the eye socket of the skull. Here we go, he breathed. Baby steps, baby steps, he reminded himself as he bounded towards the other edge. The gate rocked. It tipped over, turning on the narrow side. Joe flung back and fell towards the pit. He reached up and grabbed a bar connected to the skull. His fingers throbbed. The metal was sharp. A second later, it tipped again, <laughs> sending Joe spiraling into the dark depths below. There's so much description there, and I feel like I can't visualize it all. all right, which let me see what happened. All right. It's like one of those like log things that keeps spinning, yeah, right? So it's, Except it's, physically, it's, it doesn't really it's work because it's a gate. I know. It's, I don't know how this happened at all, but it's a pit, and he grabs the gate that's shaped like a skull and rips it off its hinges, or maybe it fell off its hinges when Marak hit it. Mm -hmm. And then he lays it down over as like a, as a, bridge. a drawbridge, yeah. but then it just keeps spinning. Right. Like, yeah. He like needs to keep his balance, but he can't keep his balance. So he loses it. He like tries to hold on and grab at the last second, but then it falls in releases and then goes into a spike pit. Maybe dies. Yep. Why can't he fly? <laughs> Couldn't he use telekinesis to pick himself up? And he just... only We've only seen him pick up a twig and then That's throw true. a two-foot rabbit. I, well, I they was heavily armored. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Purple chainmail. Yeah. <laughs> this was so not, like, important at all. <laughs> just, like, how hard to get into the castle... Um, this is the finale. He's not going to walk right... You guys were just complaining about... <laughs> oh, he just showed up to Genghis's castle? And how, then, so how do you think normal people get in and out of Genghis's castle? I'm sure there's a drawbridge and a gate, rabbit, right? Probably. They talk to Merak. Merak <laughs> <laughs> is like the drawbridge keeper. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the drawbridge supervisor. Yeah. Like Jonah and the other guy are like the keepers and... Man, this is their manager. Marak never even stated his intentions. Joe just assumed the worst and flung him into a gate. Look at this horrendous creature. It really was a throwback. What was that squid thing that, that Sarah oh, killed? Crack it, crack it, crack it, it was really yeah. exactly like that. <laughs> well, I don't know. This one had a sword. It was going to mess stuff up, you know? Maybe, maybe, real may Genghis vibes. Maybe Newt had been like driving with his mom or something. Like his mom accidentally hit a rabbit or something. Like That was the inspiration yeah. for Marak. There is a small chance that Marak was going to say, I am Marak, and I've been following your quest to overthrow Genghis. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. Whoa. <laughs> He so, might have wanted to help. Yeah, that's actually really. <laughs> People hate Genghis, 
right? <laughs> People hate Genghis. So the chances of any employee being convinced to overthrow him is fairly yeah, high. I'd right? say so. It is a bizarre design choice. Like, did you think that was cool in your head? The clear and, rabbit? Yeah, see through <laughs> rabbit? Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, you can just see its organs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Never mind. (laughs) Sarah sat back under the shade of a tree and enjoyed the cool breeze against her face. Her lips tingled where she had kissed Joe. This is spicy. She sighed and smiled from ear to ear. She was having the semi perfect day. There was a half and half equation to it. What does that mean? (laughs) None of that means anything. (laughs) What would be a perfect day? (laughs) Well, not being in Gale when your boyfriend goes to go fight an evil, powerful uh, god. There was a half and half equation to it. (laughs) 50% milk, 50% cream. Take the good with the bad, yep. Just the focus on lips throughout this book. You got... Tingling lips, yet quivering lips, yet silver pulsing lips. And they're only ever for female characters. No one ever comments on Joe's lips. It's always like... You were a lip guy. There's nothing wrong with that. You even commented on um, Rack's lips, because he had none. He was lipless. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. Sarah sat back under the shade of a tree and enjoyed the cool breeze against her face. Her lips tingled where she had kissed Joe. She sighed and smiled from ear to ear. She was having the semi-perfect day. There was a half-and-half equation to it. On the downside, she had to wait while Joe battled a dark menace. On the upside, she had kissed Joe on the lips. She was as excited as can be until she heard the hiss. Come, girl, over here. I have something for you. In the shadows of a bush, she saw a metallic hand beckoning her. The hand looked disembodied for the shade covered from the elbow on. The voice was unmistakably the voice of a witch. I'm not listening to you, witch. You will probably try to kill me, Sarah protested. You can never know if you never try, silly girl. I am just trying to help you. Your betrothed is in trouble, and I was... Wondering if you wanted a little help. If I needed help, I would get it, not have it come to me, witch. Sharp laughter cut off more conversation. You really do believe everything is all right, don't you? Ha! Nothing in the world is safe anymore. You would do better going into the castle yourself. What has been proven you aren't as strong as Joe? Wait, what has been proven you aren't as strong as Joe? I think it's saying <laughs> nothing's shown that you aren't as strong yeah. as Joe. If you, if you just delete the word Ben, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, okay. So, so the, the witch is trying to, like, appeal to Sarah's inner feminism and being like, yeah. you're going to let a guy tell you what to do? To be fair, uh, Sarah has been as competent as Joe, which is not to say a lot. Right. <laughs> But I mean, this witch is making some good points. Yeah. <laughs> I also like how you put extra S's on all of your S words except for as because you were nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and all of them had triple S's to just guarantee you cannot accidentally type the word ass. <laughs> Always keeping it clean. Um, if clean I were to write kids. like a, sorry, is it? I just said clean for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to write like a, a travel guide for visiting Gale, my number one thing would be stay the fuck away from a bush. There's always something in a bush, man. Like you really gotta watch out. 
Oh, so, so true. Uh, you see a bush. That could be a witch. Like, I mean, you, you stay is away. Ghost crying. <laughs> there could be a dude crying in there. <laughs> you know, bushes are private places yeah. for hiding. Yeah, it's, uh, you know how hard it is to just be inside a bush. <laughs> bushes are just things you can enter at will. But maybe in Gale, it's different. In my mind, they're like. Uh, uh, like a, a clothing rack set stores. Yeah. <laughs> just part them and go in the middle. I mean, it's so comical just to see a hand emerge from a bush. Yeah. And then Sarah's just like, go away. Like, she's not startled by this. This is normal for her at this point. Yeah. There's always something popping out of a bush. Stupid witch. Yeah. Come on. By the way, the witch is what gave Joe his powers. Oh. Uh? So, yeah, I guess we might shed some light on this now. That that would be nice, honestly. Yeah. Sarah backed up. The voice grew louder. Come to me. No. Yes. No. Suddenly, the creature jumped from the bushes and into the scene, tapping Sarah lightly on the neck. Oh, Would she gosh. see if uh, Sarah had a button to transform her into something, too? Is that the idea there? This usually works on... The forgotten. <laughs> Most Gaelites, yeah. <laughs> Joe awoke to find himself wedged in between two wooden spikes. Ooh. His back was covered in water. It was a dried up moat. Why are you covered, covered in water? water? <laughs> Full of shit, Joe. <laughs> it was pee. <laughs> uh, he barely it. remembered what had happened. He remembered using telekinesis on himself, stopping abrupt, de stopping abrupt demise. He called it Nick. He also remembered using his mental abilities on the spikes to move them aside. Then everything went black. He staggered up and found himself looking into the eyes of a skeleton. He screamed and jumped back. Then he noticed the skeleton was holding a piece of paper. He snatched it gingerly, not wanting to drop it or even touch the dead creature. He unfolded the note. It was blank. Suddenly, a word rolled onto his tongue. Advad. Suddenly, a note seemed to write itself, Gosh. crossing over misspelled sentences and writing an escape plan. Young, tra young traveler, please. Young traveler. Wait, real fast. Why are there lines through it's, the words? It's crossing out sentences. It, it, whoever the the ghost or whatever that's writing this is just dyslexic, oh, and it's really self-conscious about it. Crossing over, yeah, I get it. Every so time it spells a word wrong, it just crosses out the sentence. He was ashamed again. of his bad spelling. <laughs> so he's just sitting watching this in real time. Every time it gets to a point and misspells, it crosses, crosses out, out the whole he's sentence. Like, get to the point. <laughs> also, the, like the waking up and like like looking at a skull is just like a classic like cartoon Disney yeah. like sort of thing. Oh. Like, like Atlantis or like Emperor's yeah. New Groove. Just like ah. Oh, for the for the listeners, because I don't think this is gonna this part's gonna translate well in audiobook at all there's like six lines that have all been strike through and each one gets a little bit longer but then at the end of it it like misspells a word before it finally has like the full phrase at the at the bottom of the page and so rather than erase or just cross out the misspelled word he restarted the whole sentence. The, whatever they, time. Like, something's writing this, you know. <laughs> he's like, he's, this guy, whoever wrote this note is like dying and he's trying to write an escape plan. But he's like, it's got, I don't want any people to think I died an idiot. I got <laughs> <laughs> Young traveler, pleaser. That's good. That's good. Is that no, <laughs> not a chance. 
Young traveler, please or heed that the rightmost spike is a lever. Pull it. If you do, an escape route will open up, which will lead straight to the throne room. Go now. Of course. Oh, handy. Why would that even exist? So Genghis yes. can go loot all the bodies that fall in his pit. Starley's <laughs> favorite pastime. Why did this random skeleton know this and not utilize this, this feature? How did time to write? He was impaled on this bike and it like tilted over. And he's like, oh shit, it's a lever. I gotta write this down to the next person that comes here. And he just opens and the throne is right there. Genghis is like, almost like he's on the toilet just going, huh? It's like, it's like the end of a grotto in Skyrim where they give you that back door so you don't have the backpack yeah, all the way yeah, back here. Yeah. It's like, oh, if I would have known about this, I could have gotten the dragon word just right away. <laughs> Joe crumpled the strange note and tossed it into the water. Aww. Who was this strange man? He decided to mentally skip the subject for now and move on. There's a way out. <laughs> the idea of not that. thinking about something, it's like, I'll just mentally skip it. I'll just compartmentalize that for later. <laughs> I'll put it in the book when I, think, oh, when I write one and I get out of here. He scrambled away from the skeleton and reached the rightmost spike. He flung his arms around it and leaned backwards, putting all weight into falling. The spike leaned with him, but did not tip. Suddenly, in the corner of the dark room, a dark or a door opened up in the wall. He dashed over and escaped from the dark room of the moat. At that second, the skeleton moved. It stood, washing 17 years of water from its marrow. It started to walk forward after Joe. Okay, I don't think I read this closely enough because I don't remember this part at all. <laughs> Wait, I like so, the, I like the phrase "washing seventeen years yeah. of water from its yeah. marrow." That's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like that's the best description of a skeleton standing up I've ever heard. <laughs> so we thinking the skeletons against Joe or with Joe? I mean, it wrote the note, right? It right, wrote that's the what note, I'm thinking. So. But it kind of gives off an ominous, like going after Joe secretly. Yeah, know? maybe the passage doesn't go to the throne room. Maybe it's a trap. Oh, maybe it's, a oh, trap. it's a trap if it goes into another spike pit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will survive the second spike pit. <laughs> I hope that's Kang it. you're a genius. <laughs> He said to himself, patting himself on the back. <laughs> I mean, Genghis someday says, you'll have that's friends. That's a way to let people have people uh, put their guard down, right? I is, mean, Genghis has a history of using like playing dead as a tool to kill people. That's true. Sarah crumpled to the ground. The veins in her body swelled up as the witch stabbed her. Suddenly, she grew acquainted to everything around her. She summoned mental energy and focused it onto her heart. In order to cure herself from dying, she would have to endure much pain. She stopped her heart. She felt the pain like liquid fire run through her veins. She knew the infected blood the witch had given her would need to be released in any way necessary. Then there came the heart attack. She felt like her chest was being ripped apart. She wanted to scream, but she knew she couldn't. The witch laughed in triumph. Then Sarah felt herself go back to normal. She let her heart go of her mental grasp. She stood. The witch backed up. I don't believe this. No one has ever survived my power. This is an outrage. <laughs> this is 
in outrage. No one except for Joe. <laughs> so do I get this right that the witch once again gave her power to another yeah. person? Can you imagine? That's a side effect of your poison is you're going to try to kill somebody. And if it doesn't work, they have superpowers. <laughs> Just vampires, right? Why, yeah. would, yeah. why would giving yourself a heart attack? solve that I problem. think it's like a, a temporary sort of poison that loses its effectiveness after a minute. She's like so telekinetically she's like, removing the poison blood because it gave her mind powers immediately. She's like, <laughs> I can use heart. this to get rid of the poison. It's, yeah, it's like one of those things where like like spreading like poison throughout your body. You want to like slow your heart rate down so it doesn't like course throughout your body or whatever. Okay. And it's, I think it's like that, but she just straight up stopped her heart and gave she, herself yeah, a heart attack. Yeah, she just pulled a Jotaro from Stardust Crusaders and just <laughs> grabbed that heart. That, that is pretty baller, to stop your own heart yeah, to and, not die. And very, um, I feel like she wouldn't have come up with that, you know? Yeah, and yet Joe thought she was too weak to go to, <laughs> yeah. his, uh, yeah, she to confront and Genghis. She her own heart. <laughs> it's an outrage. <laughs> just a Karen. But Sarah wasn't listening. She focused her entire mind on this one attack. She charged up her waves, then let go. The entire beam. What? You think she's solar powered or something? <laughs> What's the <deal? laughs> The entire uh, beam was built, or it was like a sonic blast. The witch flew back as if propelled by a giant catapult. It would never survive the fall. Sarah fell to her knees. She had used all the mental storage energy she had. <laughs> a second later, her eyes closed and she went to sleep. I just love how they innately know how to use this power instantly. You know, yeah. it makes for very convenient. It's writing. like a third arm, you know? She yeah. grew acquaint to her surroundings. <laughs> yeah, she did grow acquaint. <laughs> The second Joe entered the throne room, he opened his mouth to speak, but was cut off by a gunshot. <laughs> oh gosh, does Genghis have a gun? Genghis <laughs> <laughs> gun! So good! The only thing they can defeat that a Genghis so with a gun good. is a Joe with a gun. <laughs> Maybe it was the, the skeleton had a gun. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so there's guns and Gale now, skeleton and it just got really cool. Skeleton with a gun is like the funniest like, fantasy imagery I can possibly think of. Like, what do you you think of a skeleton like a rusty sword? Yeah. And, you know, maybe he's got a little Viking helmet on. You never think of a skeleton like it's holding like, a nine, 1911, you know? <laughs> Joe screamed. Bullets passed Bullets. through his right arm. He crumpled to the red carpet below. Now, now, don't get blood all over my carpet, leered Genghis. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, go into chapter. <laughs> Genghis has a gun. He <laughs> got a gun. Oh, Genghis is the best character. <laughs> now, now, don't get blood all over my carpet, leered Genghis, who emerged from the shadows covering his chair. He was holding a rifle in his left hand. A beauty, isn't it? It warped into this world a few days ago with only one, two bullets. <laughs> wait. Is there a wait? Is there, is there, is there, is there, 
Is there two bullets or one? There's one, two, two bullets. bullets. <laughs> one times two. So two bullets. <laughs> How do you think it just appeared? Like just, <laughs> it's getting ruptured over his guns. He's, he's like sitting in his throne, just in his gun, a rifle appears. <laughs> I know how this works. I'm saving it for Joe. He's like, hey guys, we're going to have a quick tournament real quick. <laughs> they, they start jousting. Somebody goes forward with the lance. And he just... <laughs> it actually had like a hundred round clip in it. He just used them all in subordinates. <laughs> Either way, did you expect going into this chapter that the fight would start with Genghis <laughs> shooting Joe with a rifle? It said, it also said bullets plural plat, passed through his arm, so he was shot multiple times. Yeah, it might he might be out of bullets. I, <laughs> the I, clip that might the, be that's empty. what I get out of this. Okay, just an opening salvo of bullets before getting to the sword I, fight. That's unique. I <laughs> typed one and then went, oh, that's not. He, I already wrote bullets. <laughs> two, one, two. <laughs> Maybe it was twelve bullets. One, oh. two. Oh. <laughs> now, now, don't get blood all over my carpet, leered Genghis, who emerged from the shadows covering his chair. He was holding a rifle in his left hand. A beauty, isn't it? It warped into this world a few days ago with only one, two bullets. I decided I'd save them on you, Joe Morgan. Joe could not speak. The pain in his arm was killing him. How do I know your name, you might ask? Simple. I have been watching you all this time. I know your name, your friends, and everything you've done. How, you may ask, did I do it? Another simple answer. Spies. I have spies everywhere, and my most resourceful one is the one guardian you didn't kill. The Ghost King appeared behind Genghis. His translucent body glowed in the dimness. You betrayed me, Joe shouted through clenched teeth. He grinded them together, creating a grating sound. He felt warm blood trick down his arm. What else could I do? Genghis rules are the guardians, the Ghost King shrugged. I'm just imagining, like the like the the blood trick down his arm. It's like a snowboarding kind of thing, and it's just like doing doing flips and stuff down his arm. Do you think the Ghost King told Genghis that he revived both of the main characters in this book? <laughs> yeah, right. I think Genghis is is. I mean, Ghost King is playing kind of both sides. So he, he always comes out. He's on his top. own party, he's but he's just pay on rent. a leash. He's, he's got to pay rent, but he also Genghis has to tell landlord? Genghis what's happening. Oh yeah. Genghis is definitely the landlord, right? He's yeah. like, I came up with the souls. I had to uh, revive Sarah, though, but I got two souls for her. So. Do you think? Do you think the skeleton that was following Joe was, was like the, ghost king, the body of the Ghost King? That would be hilarious. <laughs> I, uh, I just. If I love that Ghost up. King came back, and I also love that Joe thought the Ghost King was on his side. Like, yeah. I thought it was pretty clear that the Ghost King was ambivalent at best. <laughs> I did not think we'd be getting as much mileage out of Ghost King I as know. we did. And also, his like one line, he shrugged. You know, that is just a classic <laughs> Ghost, Ghost King, King movement. Yeah. He shrugs all the time. Like, I don't know. I don't what know. else could I do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And <laughs> Uh, Joe doesn't speak and then Genghis just asks himself and answers like questions <laughs> for like in a whole paragraph of questions. The that... villain monologue. <laughs> it's, it's, to have it. Yes. It's real confrontation, Zach. <laughs>
Joe screamed the pain away. Well, half of that. He just screamed. The pain would not subside. Genghis smiled. His day had been better than he thought. I win, boy. Now give me the sealther. Joe viciously shook his head. No. The pain. The pain was killing him. Hmm. He said casually, I guess it doesn't really matter if you want to or not. I think it matters in the long run if I want it. Genghis drew a sword and pointed it at Joe. <laughs> Give me the sealther. Joe was crying now. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> oh, look, he's crying like an infant now. The same boy who braved Scylla and killed the Draco is crying like a baby. That's rich. It's like when a bully gets bullied, you know? Like, do you actually feel bad? No, this is just comeuppance. <laughs> Suddenly, the egg in Joe's backpack glowed, emitting a faint light through the blue fabric. Joe's arm mended together. What's happening? Genghis asked. The ghost king backed up, unsure of what really was, or what really was happening. Joe smiled and rose. You lost. <laughs> the idea that Joe knew this was going to happen was ridiculous. So full of shit. <laughs> what do you mean? Genghis cried. Joe touched his temple, searching mentally for the last piece of Sealther. He found it. He brought it from Genghis's tunic to his open hand. Using all of his mental powers, he sent Genghis spinning backwards and into a stained glass window. It shattered, and Genghis hurtled towards the pit below. Wait, there's another pit, or is that the same pit? <laughs> it's a moat. It's like around the backside of it. I think they're in the throne room at this point, actually, right? Yeah, this is a fight in the throne room, yeah. It so was there's like a, just big... a pit in the throne room. It makes no, sense. No, no, there's that, a stained glass the window. window behind yeah. the throne. He got oh. blasted through yeah, and it. And the moat's like a circle, so he like, you know, he's on the other side of the moat oh. now. Any window, he would end but, up in a pit of spikes, really. Also, though, uh, power explanation. How is how is Joe able to out mind power Genghis? Who I, is a card. I think he just caught him off guard. It wasn't like a mental battle like Roan did with Genghis. Oh, okay, it was I just a telekinetic you. push. Yeah. He has spies, but the spies didn't even know Joe had mind powers. Yep. <laughs> or this egg that saves him. I think just healed him. Just healed him. Just a healing, healing egg. egg. Oh, man. If that's the end of Genghis, if Genghis just gets shoved out of <laughs> stained glass window. Can you, can you imagine I if the... Be so disappointed. Can you imagine if the egg got uh, activated after Joe beheaded those guys and just, like, skin and city started just forming between? Like, <laughs> right. Uh. Uh. Did he get the egg because he knew it was powerful, or did he just think it looked cool? Yeah, I think he just stole it. Yeah, <laughs> he just... I think it's one of those eggs that you just need, see it and want to snatch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. those those just that you can type relate of egg. To those kind of yeah. eggs. I like that. See them all the time. My Snatch. room's filled with them. <laughs> Snatch implies like to grab quickly. So it's just yeah. so, like no no one ever just like picks it up gingerly. It's just always like eh. it's snatched. <laughs> <laughs> Using all of his mental powers, he sent Genghis spinning backwards and into a stained glass window. It shattered and Genghis hurtled toward the pit below. The Ghost King was gone before you could say, uh. Joe grabbed the piece of Sealther and held it up in the air. His backpack exploded and the nine other shards of Sealther spilled out. And just like they did in El Dorado, they glowed and floated up into the air. The pieces in one fluid moment jumped together and formed. A second later, Joe whipped out his hand and a complete Sealther fell into his grasp still glowing with heat. 
Roan's dark magic had been undone. Someone tapped his shoulder. Joe turned and a fist pounded his jaw. He spun on his heel for a second, then collapsed onto the ground below. Genghis yes! towered over him. Yes! Checkmate. <laughs> the man reached down and snatched the sealther from Joe's hands. Did you actually think a fall would kill me? Uh, this is this is Genghis's like bread and butter plan, you know. <laughs> Let the enemy think they have the upper hand, and yeah. then just be like, "Dude, no, come on!" I just practiced this. I even had a little blood squib just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually think a fall would kill me? I am a Zeus. I am one of the most mentally advanced things in the world. I used my mental abilities to stop my fall. I have Simple. an IQ of 300, and I understand Rick and Morty, but not Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Genghis started to rub the sealther. Joe quickly grabbed his tape recorder from his pocket and grabbed Genghis's ankle. Remember, this is the tape recorder that his father recorded. Which yeah. is all his father, he always will have a tape recording of his dad. That's sweet. That's yeah. still intact this whole time? Yeah. Like, yeah. How many times has he been thrown against a tree or <laughs> dropped from the ground or the sky? He just landed in a moat with water even. That yeah. should do it. And they don't but make no. him like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that can of Coke survived everything, I feel like a tape recorder would too. Yeah, there's never one to... <laughs> crap, crap, My crap. entire backpack is soaked. <laughs> Sealed her so sticky now. <laughs> Joe quickly grabbed the tape recorder from his pocket and grabbed Genghis's ankle. What are you? Genghis began, but it was already too late. Joe hit play, and his father's words echoed out into the room, bouncing. The incantation was complete. <laughs> and for the fourth time in Joe's life, he felt the feeling of being tugged into another direction. Into another world. Sarah's not with him. Well, no. And he brought <laughs> Genghis with him on purpose. <laughs> well, yeah. Genghis had the seal there. He had no, like, oh, choice. Oh, sure, that's fair. It's the only way to get him off his playing ground, you know, like his uh, level. Their... Oh. Uh, the epilogue is just Sarah alone in Gale. <laughs> living a normal life. Yep. Living a normal life here. <laughs> that's so good. Once again, guys, I told you, this chapter is good. <laughs> For keep, now. Keep it's, saying it. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Lee good. <laughs> Joe reformed on a pile of rubble in an unknown deserted ghost town. Newspapers rolled around like tumbleweeds. In the distance, he was a giant red ing, like the one that had possessed Farmer Blue. Also, he saw his old science teacher and Will's brother. He must have been imagining it. And so he just, they're all just in a ghost town now? I think also, it's New York. Joe oh, okay. knew that he was Will's brother, despite them having different names and that being like a twist to the no, book. No, 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 he's talking about Gage. Oh, he's talking about Gage. I thought, yeah, he yeah, meant yeah. The, I thought the and was oh, no. B Bill Tell, also known as Will's brother. <laughs> no, no, no. I, think, uh, I think they teleported right to where uh, the other characters were right. on Earth in the last chapter. Remember, New yeah. York is still abandoned because of the Shadow Beasts, which are still on Earth. They're just hitting africa now which yeah is, america won't do anything about it <laughs> they're like we're problem solved um but uh yeah so that's uh uh they're now in new york okay the okay. long road home we get to watch uh gage just clap genghis because we know he can <laughs> oh i am who predicted this again somebody said this at the beginning yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Like, ding ding hitchhiker Genghis shrieked, grabbing Joe by the neck and hurtling him towards Bill, Guam, and Gage. 
Bill turned just in time to jump to the side. Before Joe hit the ground, Guam snapped his jaws together and caught Joe's shirt. Joe hung a few inches from the ground. Genghis ran forward, bawling his fists and shouting curses. Genghis, Bill mouthed. Exactly how I wrote him. Then he looked at Joe. Joseph? Joseph? <laughs> Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe Joe. Get... Maybe Joe just doesn't know what a doctor is. He just thinks any science teacher is a doctor. I, I think it's that, or he's not really a doctor, but he tells the kids to call him doctor. <laughs> that I like that. Yeah. <laughs> also, what does Genghis mean by hitchhiker? He's the one that's hitchhiking, like on the sealter, uh, right? <laughs> well, but Genghis is holding the sealter. Oh, is he? Joe just grabbed his ankle. Oh, and okay. Incantation. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a stretch, but you know. I, I understand now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe muttered under his breath. Reunion later. Gage. Gage, sorry. Gage muttered under his breath. Reunion later, he shouted. Now's not the time to daydream. Guam set Bill down. <laughs> I should say Joe there, I think. Guam set Bill down. Joe drew a sword, and Bill put his fingers to his temple. Guam drew in a deep breath, ready to breathe fire. Gage did the same stance as Bill. They're lining up for the fight, boys. <laughs> Genghis laughed. So the Zeus clan is coming together. Well, a family reunion. Uh. Joe slashed through the air, hopefully catching Genghis off guard. But the dark man was too quick. He held up his sword and deflected the blow. Genghis kicked, striking Joe in the chest. Bill sent out a surge of energy. Genghis counteracted, sending Bill flying into the remains of a building. Guam set out a column of fire. Genghis muttered an incantation, reflecting the fire. Guam screamed, but was roasted a second later. He fluttered over to the road and laid down there. Gage sent out a beam of focused energy, but Genghis harnessed it and doubled the blow, sending it back at the caster. Genghis roared with laughter. And I thought the Zeus clan was stronger than that. I was afraid you'd be stronger than me. I guess I was wrong. Gage staggered up. Where's Will? Genghis knocked him down again. Your brother is dead. Joe got up and ran at Genghis, slashing his sword in all directions. No, no, no! He <laughs> wags his finger back and forth. Like, Kimbe. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, what no. happened to when like Joe was jumping around and slicing heads off I things? Know. Yeah, now he's just slashing around wildly, <laughs> like he's never held a sword in his life. He's, he's back on Earth. He's lost <laughs> all the power yeah. he's gained. Like we said, it's John Carter. He's on Earth. He's in his normal gravity. Uh, he's not strong yeah, anymore. Makes sense. <laughs> no, no, no! Genghis laughed, picking up Joe with his mind and throwing him through a window pane. <laughs> Freestanding. <laughs> it's two guys moving a glass window <laughs> pane in the background. When it gets animated, that's how we'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Joe staggered up. He needed to finish this quickly. He reached towards his scabbard, then realized his sword was gone. It was laying on the ground in front of Genghis. Genghis leaned down and picked up his sword. Time to finish this, Joseph Morgan. He summoned all of his might into his left arm and threw it. The, so the sword hurtled towards Joe's chest, blade outwards. No! shouted Bill, jumping outwards, covering Joe's entire body. The blade passed through his chest. He cried out in pain, then fell to the ground. Father! Guam cried. Bill didn't reply. 
Daddy. (laughs) Still no reply. Guam roared, cocking his head back and twisting his tongue. No! Guam stretched his wings and jumped. He soared down, belching fire at Genghis. Genghis laughed, drawing a wand and pointing it at Guam. Oh no, you don't, Ing. Delinquish! There was a flash of red light, and Guam fell down in a pile of rubble. He was gone. <laughs> was that the last Ing? Yeah. So they're gone. Well, they're extinct. So in theoretically, the Zeus's are related to Ings, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, but That's like, true. Pure-blooded Ings, I think, are gone. Well, and having seen the genocide then of all the Ings in the in the universe or whatever. Very underwhelmed with how much they've been hyped up and how they're supposed to be powerful beings. And like, I just never really saw that. They can fly, they can breathe fire, and they have mind powers that they never really use. <laughs> just, the Ings are just really likable. So everyone always like talks to them. I was like, you know, Ings yeah. are the best, you know. Yeah, they're great. They, yeah. You're the most mentally advanced. Like, have you met that many Ings, right? <laughs> Guam's dead. That kind of makes me a little sad. And Bill, probably, Bill, right? We're not worried about that. No, yeah. Shoot, yeah, Bill right? stabbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I stabbed in the chest, though, is not nearly as definitive in this book as, uh, as Delinquish. Yeah, you usually make a point to say, like, this character's gone for good. Like, <laughs> yeah. the goose is cooked. And, oh, yeah. Can you imagine if we lived in a world where anybody saying the word Delinquish like in Harry Potter they do such a great job of hyping it up as being like just so forbidden and cursed and like a part of your like life goes away you know what I mean like not mm-hmm. literally but like it's just so dark this is just like yeah it's just like tying your shoe like <laughs> delinquish delinquish it was a flash of red light and Guam fell down into a pile of rubble he was gone Gage ran forward. Genghis put his fingers to his temple. He sent out a beam so powerful that it hit his legs. The bones in his legs shattered. Gage screamed so much the world seemed to die around them. Joe was the last one. Gage was crippled. Bill was wounded. Dang it. (laughs) And Guam was dead. Nothing was right. Come on, Morgan, let's finish it, Genghis insisted. Genghis reached out his hand and mentally caught the sword from Bill's chest. Jeez. (laughs) I'll even give you your sword. A little hand to hand. Come on. Don't you want a little challenge? Well, what I love about this is, you know, he messes with guns and hand-to-hand combat, but he could just say delinquish and kill them all. Yeah, right. right? Like, like, <laughs> I think that's why the tournament chapter is so important. It establishes Genghis as a showman. He's going to break out yeah. the squib. He this, like- is, this is the time to do it. <laughs> it, it just is, it establishes it him as a, as a fighter, it. and he likes the glory of doing it hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. He um, has no motive other than he likes to kill other people. That's why that chapter was the most important chapter in the book. For sure. By far. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yes. <laughs> this is mine. Joe panted hard. He was hiding behind the debris of a building. He dared not speak. Finally, he summoned his courage and stepped from behind the ghost of the building. I'm here. Let us fight. Genghis tossed Joe his sword and aimed his own at the boy. He would not lose this game. First off, Genghis slashed upwards toward Joe's head, but the boy deflected it and swung towards Genghis' shins. He jumped over the sword, landing on the blunt side. Joe tried to pull the sword from Genghis' footing, but it was no use. Genghis slashed. Joe ducked. 
Genghis slashed vertically, and Joe, still clasping the hilt of his sword, swiftly dashed to the side. Genghis lost his footing and rocked forward. Joe received his sword and swung evenly at the center of Genghis's chest. Genghis dropped to his knees, once more swinging at Joe's shins. He jumped over and swung at Genghis's neck. During the struggle, Genghis focused his energy at Joe, sending the boy hurtling next to Guam's body. Ah! Joe screamed, cracking his back. Genghis roared in triumph, raising his sword high above the others. It was Joe's chance. He focused a narrow beam of energy on Genghis's mind and attacked. Genghis backed up. The troll leered and swung its club. Daddy! shouted the five-year-old Genghis, scooting into the corner of the room. The club struck his adopted father's chest, killing him instantly. The troll raised its club and started to bring it down. No! Genghis screamed, protruding his arm. Suddenly, the troll flew back at an amazing speed, breaking through the castle wall and falling to the cliffs below. Get out! Genghis roared. Get out of there! The man tried to counteract with the small boy's mental abilities, but it wouldn't work. Joe was too strong. Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) This justifies all of Genghis's character. He lost his family, so he won't let anybody else have theirs. (laughs) Bridget, stay here. Bridget, stay here. 16 year old Genghis said, telling his girlfriend to back up. This could be dangerous. Genghis, don't. I have to. I can't lose you again. They stared at each other for a moment, or maybe hours. Weird. Core must be stopped before someone gets hurt, Genghis said wryly. He drew a deep breath and started on his way. Have mercy, shouted Genghis. He clutched his hair and ripped it out. I'm going to keep going to the end of the page, guys. No, Joe replied. He finally had Genghis in his grasp. Suddenly, Joe's irises and pupils turned white. His entire body, or entire eye looked bleached. (laughs) Lightning started to shoot across his body. Mental energy spilled from his mind like waste from a drum. Then it happened. Genghis screamed his heart out. His eyes rolled into the back of his head, prepared for that deafening sound. He sank to his knees. Joe was killing him now. His hair fell out and his heart pumped faster and faster. He blood raced. Then, crack! Genghis was finished. Undone. Defeated. His mind cracked at that very instance, just as he had done too many people, or too, too many before in the past. His memories flowed from his mind, inhabiting all around him. Then he was still. The energy surrounded, surrounding Joe stopped rotating. The battle was over. The struggle was done. The battle for both worlds was over. So those were the two worst memories you could come up with. I mean, the first one was bad, but the other one was just like a girlfriend breaking up his girlfriend or something. Well, maybe it was really awkward and uncomfortable because they stare at each other for hours, apparently. That's like Major Lord. That's like the biggest Lord up of the chapters that Genghis killed uh, Kor. Genghis Genghis telling Bridget to stay back before he fights Kor is paralleling Joe to stay back before he fights Genghis. That's why everybody put up with Genghis's shit. He defeated Kor, so it's like, well, I guess he's king now. Yeah. 
Did we know that? No, I don't no, think I knew we, that. We didn't know that. We didn't know that. We Kai, actually we assumed that like Watcher oh, and yeah. the, the Cyclopses took care of Core, right? Like Kai sacrificed themselves and their planet to stop Core is what. Yeah, you know, we were revealed. Said. We were told that that actually didn't work, and that then the like magician stepped in and turned him into a fly. Right. Um, right. So maybe Genghis was among that number or something or like weakened him in a battle enough for the widgets to do their yeah. thing. But Joe should not have this level of mind power. There is, it just came out of nowhere. Wait, why didn't he do it initially before Guam died? Yeah. Bill got stabbed. I mean, in the force awakens, mm-hmm. Ray has a mental battle with Kylo Ren, similar to this. And Ray wins. She beats Kylo, even though he's a trained from the beginning Jedi, and she just started it. So don't come at me. That's like and that say made that all the Star Wars fans mad, though. Oh, I know. I know. Like the Rupture fans. I'm just saying, I'm not the first to do it. <laughs> Actually, I am the first to do it. I did it before yeah. First Awakens. <laughs> they copied you, and everybody hated it. This <laughs> <laughs> is a Mary Sue. Um, kind of is though. It does Gosh. feel like you're, you're teasing something that could have maybe been addressed in the sequel. This whole like Genghis versus Core thing, right. and uh, it's it actually it's still actually be pretty interesting. We got pages. I I did. I really did like that part of it. The the fl- flashbacks yeah. to like Genghis like does build a bit of character for it Genghis. does because it kind of implies <laughs> like that how a dumb time. they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it implies that he at one point maybe had some kindness to him. Yeah. right? like like he was maybe good at one point. Um, and somehow just, you know, this reckless power that he got and being able to throw <laughs> tournaments whenever he wanted. Yeah. And maybe it he just had, went to his head. Maybe he had braces at one point, you know, got a first car, you know. <laughs> had, a girlfriend, had a girlfriend named Bridget. Bridget <laughs> Good old Bridget. Bridget. Yeah, and honestly, the, the parallel between Joe, that was cool, but just... He he didn't have to die. He should not have died here. Joe yeah. should not have killed him with a mental Well, battle. technically, he's just brain dead. He was... Finish, finished, undone, defeated. Yeah, but they established that like Click, <laughs> Ma- Click McDowell isn't dead. He's just brain dead. Like, so, so I, I just, I do like that something that was established early in the book came back as like the climax. The th- something that Genghis had done to people before is the is mind battles, the mind battle stuff, and that he was like the best of the world at. Yeah, and then Joe just like happened. He, he's a half and- nymph. It's <laughs> I I personally all right. So now this is where the tides turn. Yeah. And everyone I don't goes. Know what you're now you're full Zach. of crap. This, well, when you overhype the ending, yeah. this is good. This is good. It used Genghis something that was, was set up. The best character, and to go like this, I don't know. How, what would have made you happy? Genghis yeah. kills Joe. <laughs> no, that would that. have made me happy, but I would rather him like get decapitated or like some sort of like trick or something. I don't know, but just like a straight up power on power. Yeah, like Joe didn't even get like a good like kill line, you know? Like, yeah, it or, was just like he got dude, Genghis's have mercy. And Joe and has Joe never said, mental battled no. before. He like just learned he had these powers like a week ago. Yeah, but Joe's know. the best. Joe is not what the best. What don't you get, Zach? <laughs> Joe is the worst. Mackenzie is yeah, currently consoling Newt right now. Um, I don't hate it. I don't. No, it's I as good as the rest of the book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is like you getting mad about the Zeuses. It doesn't fucking matter. It makes as much sense as anything else. Disagree. The, the Genghis core stuff is interesting. Um, I think we just feel like... We like Genghis, you know? I don't want to see him go this way. I love it. I personally... I love it. It's good. I don't buy that it's over. 
I, we'll I see how the fans react. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I just think like the mental battle stuff, I'm sure other things have done it, but like it's, it's a, one of the core somewhat unique things about rupture. And I'm glad that it was the thing to come in at the sure. end. Totally. Instead of just being decapitate them, I'm like that. That would have been for me like, oh, that's how they do it. But this just feels like, you know, it. Not only did he die, but he had to be kind of like felt kind of naked right before his vulnerability is getting ripped out from under him. Um, it just, it just wasn't earned. I feel like they could have. man. <laughs> I feel like they could have been like a heroic sacrifice or something going on. Is my Guam only thing. Died. Yeah, Guam. Guam did, did anything. Guam did absolutely nothing that entire fight. But he, yeah, they all essentially just stood there, got womped, and then Joe. <laughs> after they all got womped, was like, "Well, now I guess I'll use my mind power that I could have used earlier to kill you." I will say. That the sword fight was strangely coherent. I love the sword fight. The the, the group battle against Gangos was actually really fun to read. Yeah, Um, like that was actually, I, I, like you said, I could follow it. It was like a little goofy and like over the top, but good. Yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. (laughs) I liked it. I do think it's funny that. Bill has been stabbed and, and maybe bleeding out, and none of us have really talked about it or seemed to care at all. Honestly, like That's if indicative. Bill lives or dies, zero. I don't really yep, yep. want him to die. We're I don't more, want him we, to we live. We care way more about Genghis and, and uh... <laughs> yeah, Bill doesn't deserve any ending whatsoever. Like, yeah. Genghis deserves a good ending. <laughs> Bill deserves to just, just kind of fade into obscurity. Yeah, it's almost like I feel like Bill should just have not been in this book at all. So if he just like goes out with no fanfare. You know. <laughs> Maybe Joe will, like bring Genghis's ashes to Bridget. Uh, <laughs> she's an old, old woman. Uh, let's let's see. Let's continue on. Joe sank to his knees, color returning to his face. He looked at Genghis's brain dead body, then looked at his allies. Gay Gage. <laughs> Joe the ship cooed. sails. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship ended with Sarah. Now Gage is my best friend. <laughs> Joe cooed. The figure in the distance moved slightly. Uh, Joe. Joe ran over to Gage and put his hand on his shoulder. His legs were jumbled up and mismatched. Oh, there you go. Gage. <laughs> mismatched implies that his right is where his left is. Oh. Like, like, they got swapped. It's like a pretzel. Jeez. Uh, he's, he's a Muppet just hoisted up by the oh. arms. The energy surrounding Joe stopped rotating. The battle was over. The struggle was done. The battle for both worlds was over. Joe sank to his knees, color returning to his face. He looked at Genghis's brain-dead body, then looked at his allies. Gage, Joe cooed. The figure in the distance moved slightly. Joe? Joe ran over to Gage and put his hand on his shoulder. His legs were jumbled up and mismatched. I'm here, Gage. Gage snorted slightly, then closed his eyes. Joe... We lost. No, we didn't. Genghis is gone, Joe protested. Gage shook his head. Look around, Joe. I've been crippled. Bill's been wounded severely, and Guam's dead. The worlds are still fusing, and New York is still in ruins. We lost in the long run. Genghis's mind is snapped, Joe repeated, desperately trying to hold on to the only fact of the equation on his side. True, Genghis has been defeated, but in the long run... We lost. There are more threats than just Genghis out there. 
There still exists Roan, Cockrell, Kor. They all exist somewhere in the dimensions. Joe looked over his shoulder at Roan, who just lay on a pile of rubble, snoring soundly. What about her? When, when did that happen? That was in the last chapter, right? Yeah. Roan was there, and then uh, uh, Gage knocked her out. That's he, also, right. he also gave her a curse so that she could no longer use her magic. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And now okay. we know she snores. <laughs> <laughs> what about her? <laughs> what about her? The authorities will find her and probably take her to a mental hospital or something. Oh. Probably Genghis too, I suppose. Genghis live out the rest of his days. Oh home. my gosh! <laughs> That's terrible. That's just kill the man. I know, I know he's a monster, but that feels kind of harsh, you know. <laughs> he may be a monster, but he doesn't deserve the U.S. healthcare system. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. Joe shrugged, but not long after grimacing. I will definitely... Oh, sorry, sorry. Joe smiled at the remark. Are you going to be okay? He asked finally. Gage shrugged, but not long after grimacing. I'll definitely use a wheelchair. But other than that, my, only my legs Genghis took. <laughs> Nerd. Only my legs Genghis took. <laughs> only my legs Genghis took. Wheelchair use will I. <laughs> so Gage is now Professor X, basically. Yes. 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 Professor yeah. X mixed with Yoda. And just like an absolutely <laughs> ripped upper half. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? He asked finally. Gage shrugged, but not long after grimacing. I will definitely use a wheelchair, but other than that, only my legs Genghis took. Then suddenly his eyes widened as a thought flickered into his mind. What? Joe asked. You don't realize what just happened, do you? What? You defeated a Zeus. You now have all the mental abilities as Genghis, as well as all of the memories. Joe, from now on, Genghis lives within you. And from now on, he will always be a part of you. From now on, Boom. he will always be a part of you. Right. Screw Genghis that. End of chapter. Screw that. Wait, why is that not cool? That's good. No, that's great. Because I feel like if there had been a sequel, a lot of it would be like Joe kind of reconciling these memories and learning what Genghis was all about. That could have been absolutely Genghis just trying to take over like Joe's body. It's like this dark thought. Yeah, that would be really. Maybe you should put on a squib before this next fight. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the Circle K. Bite and fake blood. Sees a family yeah. playing at the park. You should kill three of the four of them. <laughs> Leave the fourth to suffer. You need an additional spike pit. Genghis, <laughs> shut up. Your advice always sucks. It's like a little devil on his shoulder. And it's just Genghis. I mean, do, do we, does he even want Genghis powers? They're clearly already like dwarfed by his own, you know? It's lightning In addition powers to, now, you I know? guess. That'd be Maybe cool they stack. Uh, Most we asked about that I think last time in the world. Um, so that was the epic finale of Rupture. There's still two more chapters. There's a resolution chapter and then a uh, an epilogue. But what do we uh, what do we think of uh, chapter thirty? What, what are we at, Elijah? Uh, about one thirty. 
This is gonna be a beefy <laughs> chapter to edit. Yeah, uh-huh. I feel like there's a there's a part of me when we're going through this. It's just like I don't want it to end. You yeah. know? Yeah. I feel like we should comment on everything just to drag yeah. it out. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, the listeners feel the same and prepare for a two hour long episode. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> if there's gonna be one, it, it makes sense for it to be this one, right? For a book written by an eleven year old, you kill off so, so many of your characters. <laughs> like it's just. Yeah, complete it's carnage. Really, it's really just a scathing indictment of like the American like morality system. We're like, this is a boy who's afraid to write hell or ass on a page for fear of, like, for fear of moral judgment. But, but, but we'll, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll describe to a guy's legs. We'll describe decapitation, shin bones coming through the top of your knee. Like, hey, literally, man, if a lady falls on her baby, this is as gory, her baby. This is as gory as any other fantasy series that I've ever seen. Like. <laughs> So true. I, I I say as a whole though, I did really enjoy the last chapter. Yes! I don't know I if you did because you're the biggest fan, I think, of this book, honestly. <laughs> so your reaction probably I matters. Might the just most be. Um I He's the I mean honestly, like <laughs> just just the idea that Genghis opened with a gun. Yeah, no, that's a strong that, opening. That moment is a top three moment. Maybe maybe the best moment in all of Rupture for me. Like yeah. unexpected, amazing. Truly, truly good. <laughs> so, so there's there's some there's some hunter out there just with his 22 rifle, and he's like he's like he's at the edge of the rupture, and he's like kind of like poking at it, and zoom, <laughs> the idea that Genghis just happens upon it too. It's just like oh, it's so he's good. just sitting there in his throne, and then it just fucking clatters to the ground next to him. It's like oh shit, what's that? <laughs> well, oh, I, I, can I, use that I, I imagine that in actuality, someone just showed up with it and went. Potentially, this showed up in the kingdom. Genghis picked it from from this loyal servant when interesting what is this shot him in the head (laughs) oh cool that's also good it was that it was that one uh that was it a gnome or an elf that was helping him out earlier yeah Yeah. (laughs) whatever his name was the image though of him just sitting on his throne in the darkness gun in lap waiting for joe to walk in and just just blast no country for old men just sitting there in the dark (laughs) bad ass watching the door handle wiggle And it's just wild because yeah, he really could have just delinquished him as soon as he walked in. That would that could have been the end right there, and it really speaks to just how his showmanship. Yeah. His- Wait, so did, did so did something happen with the puzzle box ever? No, no, nothing happened. What with was the his motivation box? for anything? That is, yeah, that is a good call. Okay, ep- epilogue and resolution. And <laughs> show up, show up. up. <laughs> the oh, crest man, of or. Be the what did Genghis like really want in this book? I think he just wanted to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> we learned at the end, at one point, he had a girlfriend and his adopted dad died, but that doesn't really explain any of... <laughs> What yeah. he's doing. So like this he he actually didn't know what was inside this box either. It was just like I want this box because I know it's powerful well, and I want to open it. The crest of is in the box. Yes. I thought. Yeah, yeah, it is. And we all know what the crest of War does. <laughs> we we uh, theorize it's, it's about resurrection potentially, right? There's a crest that resurrects people, but it has not been confirmed to be right. the crest of Or. It is confirmed to be in a puzzle box. So it is also like, if it's not the same puzzle box, then what? The, what is that's Genghis just how doing? they transfer in, important artifacts oh in this world? Is they put them in Rubik's cubes? <laughs> now just, Joe like loots Genghis and then finds the Rubik's cube and gives it to Gage and then. And then they revive oh. Will. That's what's going to happen. It'll Calling come it up, now. Yeah, okay. in the last two okay. chapters. It would be really funny if you spent all this time introducing this thing. It just never actually <laughs> mattered. Maybe, it was maybe like, like, Joe will have a Genghis internal flashback that he was going to use the puzzle box on Bridget. 
There you go. His oh. girlfriend. Oh. And see that. But you said that like a long time ago. His dead girlfriend. Oh, really? I have no memory of that, but good job me. We called we were, we were trying to like uh, piece together his motivation. You're like, this is bad enough. It's probably just like dead girlfriend or something. <laughs> so that skeleton that shambled after Joe in the uh, pit. That we'll just, meant we'll absolutely nothing, it's right? Ghost. It's just the ghost king. But, but we'll it says say that the translucent like ghost king appeared from behind the throat, and so it's like. But it could be like the ghost king's body when he was immortal. Yeah, but then why does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it could just be yeah, things be weird here. You know? Yeah, yeah you're just building a creepy atmosphere. Why are there Hispanic birdmen? We don't know. Why is there a skeleton <laughs> that kind of is just creeping around? No idea. So the next chapter, at the minimum. Has to explain the puzzle box, it the crest to, of ore, the skeleton that came alive. The world's in general, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, it, it, the rupture's still it, dying. It didn't get phantom menaced. Genghis is dead, and everything it's is still, still happening. happening. Yeah. Another great thing about this chapter: Joe just has a black hoodie from somebody <laughs> on the street. Yeah, right, a parallel right. to Roan and uh, Cockerel just buying candles at some oh, store yeah. in the and, mall. And Sarah is just in Gale. Sarah is Justin Gale. Having a pretty good, half, almost dead. Having a pretty good day. All things considered, still. She got my <laughs> powers. Semi perfect. My powers that semi charmed life don't seem to matter at all. Yeah, well, what's she gonna use them on now? <laughs> Everybody's dead. We got core, right? We core, still got core is still there. That's third book stuff. That's yeah. not coming up. That's third book. That bypasses second book. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's kind of like the Emperor Big Bad. You know, like in the first Star Wars, you feel like Darth Vader's. <laughs> Vader's <main>. dead. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So we need to pull out. <laughs> Darth Vader is going to a mental hospital for the rest of his life. <laughs> Brutal. Can you imagine like a uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest with Genghis kind of like he's like the Jack Nicholson. Oh man, just like a scene of a powerless Roan depressed in a mental hospital, sitting next to Genghis. Drooling. I think, I think oh Genghis is the wordless Native American character. I don't think I don't think he's the Jack Nicholson character anymore. <laughs> That is so disheartening. Oh. Oh, I love it. I love it a lot. That's like that's better worse than, than death. It is really like Genghis. Like is like oh that was kind of a weird way to die. You know whatever unsatisfying. But Genghis going to a mental hospital is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Dark Lord Genghis from Gale. There you are. It's all right, Timmy. <laughs> Genghis is just actually a man of schizophrenia. Yeah. Oh boy. I caused 9-11. <laughs> it was me. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. The Titanic, that was also me. I just wanted to kill near four. I didn't know it caused 9-11. The, 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 boat, the boat salesman also like ruptures over and immediately <laughs> sent him to the hospital. <laughs> one, one of the nays ripping his skin out while the nurse is trying to like well, feed him pudding. One of the aides like, like shakes him like slightly to wake him up and then he activates a squib and just starts bleeding everyone. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just a squib. <laughs> and you guys are giving a lot of credit to somebody is, who is unfortunately functionally brain dead. <laughs> he is just going to Let be, us live with this. It's hard Let for us to imagine Genghis that way. Yeah. They're just going to like, they're going to wheel him just in front of a TV and he's going to, you know, 25th anniversary and 9-11 special comes on. Like something's going to like click in his mind. He's going, huh. <laughs> Was that me? <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> oh. oh, man. 
I couldn't be happier with no, the finale. Great. I think uh, it basically proved that the Bill Guam stuff was irrelevant entirely. <laughs> but but I yeah. think as far as the uh, Genghis and Joe plot lines, I think it uh, it does a really good job of, of wrapping things up. They're going to leave Bill out of the movie adaption. <laughs> Truly, right. as long as I remember, sixth grader. <laughs> I am very impressed. Thank you. Truly and truly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Wow. So uh, yeah. predictions going forward. We, we already discussed it a, a little bit with kind of what we want to see, what needs to be resolved. Yeah. Um, I think Sarah just lives her life in Gale and settles down with someone better than Joe, personally. <laughs> I think Sarah, Sarah's just there in the next chapter with that explanation. Like, oh, like, you think? Uh, like, they probably yeah. went back for her, but, like, Sarah will just That's walk true. up. And they like, have hey, two they could, Yeah, they can just go back and forth yeah. at will now, right? Yeah. How do you, th- how do, well, but how do we think the rupture closes, right? In theory, in my mind, it's like, you got to put the two Sealthers together and where, sacrifice you make where is the touch. rupture at this point because the rupture is a physical object it is it, we don't know though it, I, I know <laughs> okay but i can't say spoilers and uh speaking of i guess uh, i mean we're dropping all these three episodes at once so you can just you yeah. as a listener can just hear pop binge. right over Yes, a nice three-hour binge because the next two episodes are also going to be very meaty. It's a three-hour binge because you have to throw up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> binge and purge. All right. Well, thank you for uh, for listening, for caring. Uh, this has been the, uh, the the finale of uh, of of rupture. There's there's still two more chapters, and they're really good. Uh, and there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff to talk about. But uh, yeah. This Will's is coming back. <laughs> this is a lot of fun stuff to talk about. I told you guys it ends good, and this podcast will too. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Anyone, thanks for listening. Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we, we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. Daddy!